This episode of Lucas Tigers and Browns is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes, and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Luca Nation, episode, uh, I think it's 708 of Lucas Tigers and Bronze. Oh my. Whew. My internet, I got my internet installed today, so we're going to be working with uh, just insane speeds. I don't think we should ever cut out for the next, what, 13 days till I move to a new place. Those I, I boards think... don't work on water, McFly, unless you've got power. Back to the future. Yeah, the second one. Good job. So, Cage, we got, we got a lot to talk about. I'm probably going to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. You you were right about the avalanche um, from, from the get. So, we got that. I don't to know, talk man. About. This is the one team that might give them a run. Tampa Bay, you know, the Lightning, obviously, repeat champs, Tampa's title town, you know. You, you know uh, that they went to three Stanley Cups in a row? Yeah. How did people, why do people keep writing them off? I don't, I just don't get hockey. I mean, they have a very good line. Mitch. From bullpen LA didn't write him off. Remember when we had him on? It was a, I think it was a two-two series, and um, he's like, "Yeah, Tampa Bay is going to win that series." Like, "Oh, it's going to go seven, though." He goes, "No, they're going to win it in six. And they reeled off the next two wins. And he said Tampa's going to beat. So I guess hockey guys are not surprised by it. But it's just did Tampa. You, did like, you know that the Rangers were up two-zero in the series, and they were up two-zero in Game Three. No. I mean, yeah. I didn't watch the Ranger series. I mean, I, I, I have all my eggs in the Avalanche basket. So, look, I like so the Avs. So you this didn't is... know that they were up 2-0 in the series and then 2-1. Were they? Yeah. Are you certain of that? A thousand percent. I saw screenshot right. on Instagram. Cool. Well, no, I didn't know that. But I know they didn't deserve to win because their fans punched the Lightning fan. Remember that? It was like a, it was like a bad thing. Like a Ranger fan suck a punch a Lightning fan. You can't do that shit. Sports How come guys. you're so blurry? And I just got my internet fixed. I'm gonna get annoyed already. I'm not. I'm, I look. I look exactly like I always look. <laughs> all right. Look so, so, so what, what do you got for us? We didn't talk all day. I have a few things that are top. What of do mind, we got? Any- Listen, I think that we should go positive. I think we should not be attacking anybody. I think we should try to find the positives in, in the hobby. Because there's enough negativity in basically every other aspect of the collecting slash investing slash whatever you want to do. The markets are back to like pre-COVID levels. Many stocks are even lower. Ethereum and Bitcoin are getting crushed. NFTs are getting beat down. You know, there's, there's you know, even, even <laughs> this is not a hit, guys, but even... The crossover guys are attacking Michael Saylor. I mean, Josh had like Michael Saylor stories about like this guy should have seen this coming. You know, how what's he doing? Maybe he should post a picture with normal eyeballs instead of laser eyeballs. I'm like, wait, what's going on you, here? You find it troubling that people lump NFTs, ETH, and Bitcoin into one category? Now that you've uh, spent a few years yes. kind of getting to know that those are a actually little, different. A little. Completely they different. All, I mean, 
they can be lumped in the same category, the same way that people who are not in it every day will probably lump uh, sports cards, sports memorabilia, you know, and maybe like stamps. You know, it's all kind of collectibles. You know, we we know that it's not the same thing and it's a completely different collector base and the whole deal. Um, But I can see why people would do it. It's, you know, it's all generally speaking in the crypto space. You know, so I get it. What's the general narrative, like a positive, negative? By the way, this might be a surprise to you guys out there. I actually don't think of myself as that positive. I think of myself as an optimist. But I don't think by default I'm very positive as a person. Well, if my DMs are anything to say about it, people don't think you've been positive for the last couple of weeks, which is why I'm trying to steer us towards the positive. People, you know, people think you're, uh, you know, you're going a little low ball, which is fine. <laughs> Sometimes the hobby needs it. Well, then they're not going to like what I have to say here. Oh, no, no. You got to stay positive. This is the point. During this time, I am steering the ship. You, you will. You will steer the ship right after I hit this huge iceberg. Oh, God um, damn it. <laughs> right after I crashed. Oh, is that an iceberg we just hit, Captain? <laughs> so something that really ticked me off was uh, a clip I saw on Instagram the other day of a podcast who doesn't jump on and – all, like they, they don't do a show very often in general. And oh their idea of a show was what to bring to national. And these two, these guys decided to spend an hour with what could have taken one post. A portable charger and water. That was what they said to bring to national? A portable charger and bottles of water. Now, I, I know. So that my daughter cool. brings on her camp trips for the summer, too. It's a very good list of things to bring. And I'll explain why it pisses me off. Because oh. when the going's good, the going's good. Everyone starts a podcast. They create content. Anyone <laughs> and everyone thinks that they could do all this. You know, everyone. We had people join our team in the last year, year and a half. Oh, no. I want to be go. the third one. You know, I love this. You know, I want to do this. Yeah, it's very easy to say what you want to do until it comes time to do it. And then to do it consistently is a different thing. But here's what really ticks me off is when the going's good, everyone's positive talking, all that stuff. But I'm putting on my hard hat if you're going to bring out the the, the dangerous stuff. But, you but start throwing me, trap when, here. when it's not as good, when the markets turn, it gets a lot harder to create content, Cage. It does. It, it gets harder. And, and not only to create content so that we hear ourselves speak, to make sure that the thousands of listeners on the other end of this actually benefit. Yep. So Some value. I don't, you're always talking about the value proposition. I think in times like these, I, I, it's funny that people say uh, that to you. I, I'm excited for this next time. I've been a little more head down because I think it's separation season. I, th- When things go well, everyone makes money. Everyone gets viewers. Everyone gets followers. Everybody's happy to I'm have a board. Everyone's happy to. But times like this are separation season, and I'm excited. I'm the little guy. I don't have much. So like during times like this, I feel like people get lazy or they lose focus or they don't have the chops, and we do. So I'm, I'm actually very much excited. But pay attention to the people who, you know, who you're listening to. And if they really have your interest in mind, and I would say 99% don't. So let's just end it here, guys. Do not bring water or a portable charger to the National. There's the value of today's episode. Oh, Obviously, that's a- <laughs> <of> episode. <laughs> One episode a week, that's the fucking episode. Uh- Listen, that's a lot. A lot of people do one episode a month. A lot of people just do three episodes and then quit. Make sure to bring penny sleeves. (laughs) Bring your shin guards to our soccer tournament. Amazing. Thank you so Uh... much.
Dude. I don't think that right. they're bad people. I'm just like, come on. We have a standard. I don't even know who you're talking about. I, I try. I should consume more stuff. I told you before we jumped on today because we hadn't spoken. And we spoke for 30 seconds that I listened to. I watched a YouTube piece of content, <laughs> piece of something. And I was pissed off about it the whole time. And so I, whatever. It is what it is. I, I, I shouldn't even watch. I watch like one thing every month. And it just pisses me off. But here's my take. Okay, here's my take. <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> I apologize. It's okay. Grab a drink I just of water. choked on my spit and it went down the wrong tube. Uh, it's a good thing I have a bottle of water. There you go. And a portable charger. So what I would say here is this. Right now, the hobby is not feeling the same pain that everybody else is. And if you have been listening to us or almost anyone else for the past six months, the hobby had the benefit of sort of being ahead of this craziness. Like there's always been this writing on the wall, potential recession, global, macroeconomic, you know, you name it. But we had it happen to us first, I feel like. I think we've been talking about the junk slab era. We've been talking about, you know, getting out of those high pop, you know, base type of things and getting into, you know, your flight to quality before any type of collapse in the market or drop in crypto or drop there. And I think because of that, we should almost be a little thankful because we got a head start. We in the hobby have, you know, we're now, if, if you've done it, you know, the way that I think most people have, you've positioned yourself to kind of be ahead of this negativity, to be ahead of the, the drop. Now, that doesn't mean that they're, that we're through the woods and that there's no pain ahead. I mean, there, you know, there could be significant issues, interest rates going up, you name it, the whole deal. But let's just take a wide view, right? Even if you take a wide view, two years, ETH is up, Bitcoin's up, you know, most of the stocks in the stock market are up. Almost every card is up, you know, almost every card. Believe it or not, Slab Stocks, love those guys, did a great thing today about like, do like a, I think it was like a five-year view of cards. The only player that they showed who was down for a five-year window, you want to guess who it is? It's the exact opposite you would think based on uh, the last NBA Finals game. Who do you think people people would be buying based on the the game five of the NBA? Did Tatum have a good game in game five? Did Curry have a good game in game five? Wiggins? Wiggins. So you would think Wiggins would be... Because Wiggins was so hot when he was a rookie, his cards were selling for so much, his cards over that time frame are the ones that buck the trend. They're actually slightly down from where they were in the beginning. It's a great post by Slamstock. But everyone else, Anthony Davis, I mean, it doesn't matter, up. Right, because you have to look at it with a wide enough window. So I'm going to do it a different way. Forget about the chart we talk about. Let's look at it from a wide window. Okay, the hobby overall. We have some amazing hobby ambassadors out there. Okay, now let's just take our time. Okay, take our time with the positivity here, because one of the things you don't have in crypto, you have your Michael Saylors, but you know what he's doing, right? Most people aren't doxed. It's a very anonymous kind of thing, right? Most people, it's like, oh, I'm hiding behind it. That's part of it. The anonymity of crypto is part of the whole deal. Well, well you know what you don't get with anonymity? You don't, you don't get a face. You don't get a name. You don't get a person you can rely on and build that community with. But you, you have that here. Guys, take a second and look at 
PWCC's auction tomorrow night, right? And look at some of the awesome cards that are in there. Take a look at their tech. Take a look at the videos Premier? they're putting out, the unfold, the premiere. Take a look at the premiere. I mean, I know we'll talk later in the week about the weekly one, but look at some of the amazing cards that are in there, from the Charizard to the Wayne Gretzky, you name it. Look at their content. Look at what Ken Golden is selling this coming weekend, right? And look at the eyeballs. He, he's going on Varney on television. When everybody's talking about things crashing, he's got a narrative that he's talking about this LeBron triple logo man that will potentially bring more people into the hobby. At the same time, doing these videos about the Babe Ruth and, and the, the, uh, the LeBron cards and, and the memorabilia and all those, all those things. I mean, take a picture with like Steve Forbes. You know? So you have that from an auction perspective. You have these guys, you have PWCC Gold, you have these guys leading the way, right? You got a million other examples. We talked to Ray. Look at the National. The National is 45 days away. You have to be excited, no matter what the no matter what the the tone and tenor is of your own portfolio and of cards overall. Everybody's excited for the national. Everybody's looking for something. Everybody's making deals. Everybody wants to see people. Everybody wants to meet people. You know, we're going to have stuff. You're going to have stuff. It's kind of like now that cool lead up, the anticipation period towards basically the hobby Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Which. I loved having Ray on. That was a great episode. Ray is another great example of an ambassador of the hobby and a good one for everybody to look into, right? Because Ray's been here forever with the same slogan, the same show, right? Not up, not down, a metronome, right? Probably some of the same things for sale for the last 30 years at the National. But what, that's actually a good thing in times like this. Why? Because it means it's been here. It didn't disappear after the last bump up. It's not going to disappear after this one and any kind of corrections or any kind of, you know, temporary, you know, movement in the market. We've got interesting content. Give the crossover dudes their, their due. Chris Hodge's stories, they're interesting. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, Shywave Lug's stories are also interesting. I still don't understand them, but they're interesting. We've got. That was funny, dude. You got a lot of YouTube comments for. Uh, I did. Fifteen minutes. Ray Ray said was talking for like four or five minutes, and Cage is like, "Well, what did you say? I, I couldn't. I can't word <laughs> things the way you can." I don't. I said, you know, that was great. Uh, I think I. I don't really understand what you were saying. It's kind of like a shyway vlog story. You know, you said something, but I don't exactly know what it was. I don't know. You said something on YouTube. Why are you giving all these guys shoutouts? Because listen, this is what we have to do, right? This is what we have to do. This Give is hats on the back. Good job. Good where job, they're team. where they're due, right? Where they're due. Not everybody. Not everybody needs it, but there are people out there who are doing their part for the hobby. And just like you said, it's easy to do that when everybody's flying high. But it's times like this where every third person you talk to is looking to jump ship or is mad. Or is pissed off that the money's not flowing as easily as it. Let's. How about what? Our community. Let's talk. No, not our community. The hobby community. No, because overall. we're workers. The people Listen. in our community, we don't complain. We work. We know but, that there's times where you could sit back. Put but your that's not everybody. Up. And you know what the you know what the story is. You know the 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 the, the loud people. Usually the loud minority are the ones that color it. So I'm going to say, look, let's thank Ken for being out. Let's thank Whatnot for onboarding a, a whole new generation of people into hobby. You know, you're doing a Whatnot show every day. I'm on there. I didn't right. get to join today. I'm on the, and it is all new people. A hundred people. 
200 people with Steph Curry, you know, giveaways and the whole nine yards. We got people buying our Tiger NFTs in a down NFT market. You know, we got people coming on saying, I'm going to check out your show. Wow, how have we not seen you guys? Why? Because it's a completely different audience that Whatnot is bringing to the table. And you're – Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. The reason people are buying our NFTs mm -hmm. is – and by the way, this is crazy. So I did – we've been doing a Whatnot show every day for an hour just consigning nonstop music, fun, and deals. But after today's show, I log off and there's six people bought uh, a tiger. And, the, and yesterday the people bought, yeah. yeah and I think the reason day. is because the people on our on our stream, it's a mix of new people and our and people from our community. And the people who are on there from our community speak so highly of us because we were able to deliver value. And yep. they know that we will continue to deliver value. So they're like, hey, I believe in these guys. I support these guys. They've been giving me deals. They ship their cards next day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and buy a tiger. So I actually so, think it's separation season where the best. The I get you. I get I get you. Okay. But Ken Golden, PWCC, whatnot. Ken Golden was on that, that local do man. Any, and make do any of those guys not bring value? Is Ken Golden not bringing value by going on television? PWCC leading the charge in tech and bringing awesome cards out there. Whatnot, bringing an entire new audience. Chris Hodge and, and these guys doing that crossover, doing card ladder, doing they all know. the data. They I mean, I, I, how about they the know. fractional guys? Is that taking a beating, right? People don't understand fractionals. I mean, how about Dave Marino, you know, who planned, uh, you know, the Mint Collective, which now, of course, is, is you know, is going to be everything measured by that. And I can't wait to see what they do. You know, going, Alex, going Alex Jimo posting photos of a broken thumb, and I feel better because I don't have a broken thumb. Yes. Dude, but we talked about that broken thumb one when we had it on the first time, yeah. like a year and a no, half now. It's like a recycled video. But we love Alex also. No, I mean, listen, the, the point is, you're right, it's separation season. But part of what, you know, wh why people separate is you have to you have to call it out where, you know, where, where good's being done. I mean, how about, you know, Bullpen LA, Mitch? How about Kentucky Roacher? These guys are expanding. They're Kentucky opening, Mocha opened up a, their store today, yeah, I think, in Texas. Opening new stores. Opening new stores and realizing that clearly right now is probably not the best time to open a new store. It but is the best time. They're part. just cage. And I don't yeah. understand why you're so blurry after I fixed my internet. I'm not, I'm not blurry. I mean, I look blurry to you, but I'm, I look perfectly fine. You look fine, too. You got a little bracelet on. It's interesting. You'll tell me what the cause is. This used to have smiley faces. But believe it or not, when my sister went to Europe to study abroad, I gave her this. It was good luck. Um, but, dude, I don't think it's as bad as the Twitter sphere makes it out to be. That's the point. I just what think, I'm trying dude, to say. I, I think narratives work both ways. Like, I think we talk about pump and dumps. Like, mm -hmm. oh, buy this, you know, Mookie Betts PSA 10. People buy it, sell it at the high, etc. But that same manipulation works downwards. They dump mm -hmm. and then they buy. Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah. all those people who are thinking like ETH or Bitcoin or NFTs are dead. Those are the same people that thought Amazon and, and all those stocks in 2000 were dead. They're not dead. Now you're just able to get something cheaper. I'm excited about it. Many stocks were dead in 2000, but that's separation season. Amazon and Netflix did the right thing. Yahoo, not so much. So that's Yahoo the deal. Not? I think Yahoo's still around. People still use no, Yahoo. It got bought, years. I think, by Verizon. I think okay. bought it. You know what I mean? Or some, 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 some for like not a lot of money. But anyway, dude, listen. Point being, this hobby is going to be here. There may be some turbulence. There may be some, you know, ups, downs. You name it. But the people we have in the hobby, including yourself, putting out value every single day, right? 
are the reason why I have complete and total faith in what we're collecting. Why, even though the brain should be telling me right now, hoard your cash. Why I am buying and spending more money now than I ever have. Because like you said, this is an opportunity, right? And I think that if you look at it with a big enough, wide enough lens, you'll realize there's some awesome stuff going on in the hobby. Great companies being built, you know, great ambassadors in the hobby. And yeah, could there be a temporary little bit of, uh, you know, price, you know, pull down if the overall markets are brought down? Look, we had a 0.75 interest rate increase today. Last time the Fed did that was 1994. Also happens to be midterm of Clinton after a Republican was in office. And the whole deal is. Also, interest rates to buy a house were like 15% at one point in the 80s, 70s. In the 80s. Yeah, yeah, we, we could buy a house for 2% like a year and a half ago and millions of anymore. people locked in that rate. So they're basically getting a house for free. So chill out. Like I locked it in. I locked in two and a half. Lock it in. Let's go. Lock and I would it say, in. Dude, I would say there's, there's more opportunity now. There's a ton of people, and I urge you guys, dude, SGC is killing the game. I was there today. There's they're another one. Their operation. Go. Good job. Why are you giving you out relax. Why are you They're giving out? Why are you giving out pats on the back? On the butt. Um, <laughs> their operations have scaled to the point where they could handle capacity, lots and lots of cards, and turn them around in ten to fourteen days. I just picked up an order that we got back in twelve business days. Now, how does that help people who are listening? Well, okay, maybe I can't just buy a slab, sit on it, and in three months sell it for three x. Cool. That game's done. But what I can do is there's less people on eBay, less people on all, less people on PWCC. PWCC has raw cards now. What I can do is I can buy underpriced PSA 6s and crack them. I can buy raw cards at shows. I could go on Facebook and look at, you know, Flawless is coming out, Prism's coming out. Buy those, submit them to SGC, get them graded, and then sell. So the, the buy grade sell by grade flip game is back. Okay. I like it. So this whole woe is me thing. Oh my God. We had a bad week in crypto. Let's type out 16 page threads on how the world's coming to an end. You do that. I'll work. That Well, listen, if anybody asks you where you're supposed to invest, what would we say today? Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. No, I, I love this period of time because I can't compete. Like I could never buy the Giannis gold, you know, when they, and I could buy the Giannis gold for, we had Lior on two years ago. The best stuff appreciates the most. Mazel Tov, well, you have a fund and you're able to buy the best stuff. People like us, and I think 96% of our audience can't do that cage. They right, can't right. buy it. But what they can do now is they could pick up, the scraps and turn those scraps into little nuggets of gold. I think, listen, warranted. And the SEC thing, I mean, you're down there. You see, you see the turnaround, you see how quick it is, you see what they're doing, you see their capacity. Um, so, you know, I, I, people should take your word for it. So I got back a PSA return today, a $50 sub um, that they got in on April 15th. Judas. Today's June 15th. So I got back a PSA sub. Uh, they only graded 19 of my 20 cards, but I got a lot of 10s. And I say this for a reason, right, guys? I, I actually got an upcharge on an 8, believe it or not. Um, but people are questioning whether or not what we're saying about the 
you know, wow, we got 170 cards and only five of them were tens. People were questioning this, right? Um, I had a whole thing typed out to, I think, card wax. Was uh, was was responding to uh, one of our reels. I love Carwax. AJ, I think. I think his name is AJ. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a whole thing, and I went in a tunnel on my way into the city today, and the whole thing just got deleted. So I'll just do it here. That's right? for the so best. That, Sometimes that's for the best. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't angry. It was. It was factual. And I was gonna do this here now, but now AJ Carwax and everybody else gets to hear it, right? So, so, and and I'm glad. SGC is doing great. I'm glad TSA is back to $30. I'm glad CSG is doing their thing and, and Beckett too, because you're a proponent of this too. You have more than one. You don't want a monopoly. It brings out the best. The competition brings out the best. It keeps pricing down. It keeps everybody honest. And we'll all, as the consumers, be better off because of that. SGC doing what they're doing is forcing hands. So anyway, just to get back to the numbers, right? I got back in order today with with you know with with PSA tens in it, right? Three Kamavingas, a Florian Wirtz refractor, all tens, just tens, tens up and down, up and down the board. Charizards, tens. I got tens and tens. Ding. So you know what that means? It means I'm not friggin' blind. Okay, I didn't forget what a ten looked like. I got some tens. So let me tell you a quick story. Okay. Oh, here in, we go. In two thousand. I was opening Marvel boxes, 1990 Marvel boxes, a lot of them. I was paying $300 a box before everybody went Marvel crazy. I was opening 2000? Yeah, no, 2020. In 2020, sorry. In 2020, right? And this was before crazy backlogs, closed downs, the whole nine yards. And I was submitting between 50 and 100 Marvel cards per month for the last half of 2020, right? We're talking about July, August, September, you name it, yep. right? I was opening boxes. I can I, I can go get them right now. I have stacks of these 1990 base cards. Stacks, just boxes of boxes. You know why I have stacks of them still? Because I took out 90% that wouldn't grade well. I put them to the side. They have surface issues. They have lines. They have not the corners are usually good, but they're off center, very off center. And I pulled out the top five or ten percent of these cards. Maybe less, top 2% in some boxes. A lot of boxes were off-center. And those are the ones I graded. And for the most part, I got about 50% tens on those. 50%. And the other 50% were nines, except for the hollows. Hollows, I got some nines, some eights, right? I never got a 10 hollow. incredibly difficult. But that was what I – I never got anything. If I got an eight, I looked at the card. I'm like, what the hell did I think submitting this? You know, like, what, what was wrong with me? I don't even know if it was mine. Or it got dropped on the floor. It is what it is. Happens sometimes. But it was a random one time. Right. right? And you get an eight and you see. You're like, ah, that's the, what I missed. Yeah. Or that wasn't there when I sent it in. Anyway, read into it whatever you like. December sub. December 2020 sub is what I just got back. 81 cards. 81 Marvel cards. Not a single 10. And very few nines. Ton and of fives, sixes, sevens, some eights. And then today you saw a yesterday bump. there was a, a thread on Twitter from PSA talking about their stats for what they graded this month. And the last of ten pieces on that thread, little piece of media, was about the the non-sports segment and how nineteen of the top twenty cards graded in the non-sports segment from this month were from 1990 Marvel. 
that means these guys were inundated with these cards in this month. They were grading these cards. They happen to be also including my sub. And I'm not telling you what happens on the PSA floor. I'm not going to. It's very possible. I just happened to send in 81 cards that were not tens. Entirely possible. Or this was the card of the month that everybody at PSA realized, holy shit, we're getting in so many of these. We're probably going to keep getting more of these in. Tens have to be a little harder. Maybe. I don't know if that's the... But I can tell you, 81. But here's the actionable value on this, guys. Rick Probstein does a very good job of selling. And there are a whole bunch of sixes, sevens, eights, and some nines that are probably getting listed tonight because I mailed them out yesterday and Rick is real fast. Dude. They're going to be on... They're going to be on eBay tonight, probably. Boom. You know I'm cracking cards and subbing them. Why would you not Go, send them to me? Because now the value is our listeners. Go find the sevens, the eights, and the nines on Rick Probstein, probably listed tonight. And right. they're probably tens. They're probably t- they were definitely tens a couple months beforehand. That's so, not anyway. the action step. The action step is this. In two years, one year, three years, this Marvel set is going to... Be like the next coming of the 1999 first edition Pokemon. Not those values, but it's going to be sought off after. The collectors are going to gobble up all the tens. I would look at tens now. It's a good take. That's, that's anyway, what that's I my, think is. That's my that's my little story for that. I started off by saying I got Why a lot would of you not Send them to me. I would crack them. I don't want you to crack them. I just want to sell them. I want them out. I'm so angry about having them. That I sent them to Probe Steam. Enjoy everyone. Bargains. They're gorgeous. Such a child. The best looking sevens I've ever seen. Let me show you guys something that you you're such an asshole sometimes. (laughs) They're gone. I didn't want them in my house. Look at what we look at what we're seeing here. This is the value. Look at what happened. So this is the Stan Lee card. Ooh, what's it at now? In a down market. In a down market, right? Look at when when do you see this? It just went from three hundred dollars, shot up to five hundred dollars, Cage. Nice. In a down market. Because you know why? I think you're gonna tell me why. This is when the insiders buy. Now, insiders, whether they know something we don't know or they don't know something we don't know, I'm not gonna speculate and get well, maybe we don't know what we don't know. Maybe we don't know what we know. This is anthropologically, I've been studying it for years, and I have a good hunch that this kind of stuff happens. They're going to keep that PSA 10 pop down very, very low. It's 239. They knew people still had boxes. They knew people were opening those boxes. They knew they couldn't just get this and give out a thousand tens. And they also couldn't give out boxes. So they're going to bell curve it and make the Tens very difficult to get. And then they're going to roll them out, similar to the way they roll out the Zard, similar to the way they roll out the Jordan. They artificially keep that supply low, makes it incredibly collectible and incredibly scarce, where there's more demand than there is supply. I like this. I don't like your beard, but I like this. I like this analysis you just did. I do. So who are you going really, to get? You I have really to get... like that. Well, Cage, it's funny. We're going to look back at this. It's probably when I have kids and stuff. This is that Stanley's going to be a twenty-five thousand dollars card, 
And I'm going to be kids. Do you know when I learned about this Marvel set? <laughs> I was in I was in, in Mexico and Cage was doing a break. So I said, I had the night off. I ate a few of these mushrooms in between a sandwich <laughs> and I looked out into the sky. I came home and he was still doing the break. And I jumped on it. I was like, these colors are so... Look at how colorful these cards are. I really like those. I was weird that night, right? I was like... Meanwhile, the stream was off for four hours. He was just looking at a blank phone. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, these cards are amazing. That's all right. It is what it is. I need two. Two. Two people. Two people bringing value. If you're going to shit on people, I need two people. Give Give me something good. I need something good from you. What are, you, what are you talking about? I just brought so much value. It's it's yeah, it's but you're you're bringing value. You gave one for SGC. You said how they're doing a good job. Who else is who else is doing a good job in the hobby? Give Stanley me something good. Marvel. Here. Oh my god! Talking? I just said Stanley. Are you listening? Do you listen? Ian Stanley is Ian not is in the fantastic. hobby. Ian, yeah. and your, Ian and your kids, Ian and Leah. I've never heard them complain. Anytime they get in a fight, they make up super quickly. They respect their parents. They have the perfect got, got blend. Two more finals. Huh? She got two more finals, math and science. Then she's done with seventh grade. Pretty crazy. I'll give some. Eighth, eighth grade was my favorite year. Eighth grade was easily my favorite year. Well, there you go. In addition to um, our own Luca Nation Fit Fam, I'll give a little a little credit out there. Prism Gods got a group also of people trying to trim down for the national. I jump in there and tell them about how many steps I'm taking and – and uh, you know, I think Prism God is at uh, Universal Studios right all now. To get along, we're gonna destroy him. We're gonna lose more weight than Prism God collected. Well, you get to play him in basketball again in February, probably when he has his show again. And you'll you'll go, and it'll be great, man. You're you're training. I was upset that day. You were very upset that day. You were. I yelled at Jeff. You yelled at Jeff. Poor Jeff. You get yelled at a lot. <laughs> not, not nice. You know, that's not nice. By the way. Uh, I mean, Ken is an expert promoter. Just an expert promoter. Uh, so so do you want to take a guess? has the Did best his... tech in the game. The absolute best tech in the game. The, oh, yeah. They're offering on their premier auctions. It's like, I mean, dude, you don't have to buy. You just go browse and take a look at sick cards. It, it's that cool. Like, I, I, I would hide – all I, I I like that team. I like the the youthfulness behind uh, that team. What else? Proud of SGC. Uh, that was cool. How quickly they turned uh, they turned our our sub around. All right, the so- break- man, dude, breakers. I, I mean, there's like six different breakers down here in Boca, and apparently they all get along. That's good. You can have a breakers union soon. Yeah, is it going to be regulated? You might as well oh, unionize. I'm- yeah, let's hear it. Mike from Flushing Breaks. Love that Pull that man. Great dude. Great dude. Um, someone who's worked, he was in a carpenter's unit. While he was working at Starstock, he got brought in to run their breaking department. That was it. They put him in a, one of the most difficult scenarios I could imagine. And the guy took a 10000 a month breaking to over 100 k a month. Like In a business like that, imagine next place he ends up, he's going to dominate. Absolutely dominate. So super proud of that guy. I haven't got a DM in a while from them, but I'll give some credit out to card porn. Keep doing what you're doing, man. We love, you know, we love all the posts. Lameem James. Haven't given him a shout out in a while. His life is going to be hard because it's very difficult to make fun in a down market. When everybody's (laughs) happy, memeing, it's easy. 
You I know, didn't agree with Cardcorn's post today. Which Did one? Well, there's this Jordan Fleer redemption, right? So you don't actually like that the card. Buyback the, the, the buyback auto? The buyback auto. Yeah. yeah. And I did it sell, did it not sell? Was, you know, did the, the, the seller buy that card back? Uh, I don't know. But I didn't like how he said there was like heavy pumping because I actually thought that card wasn't promoted nearly enough for how much it should have been. That's a that's a, out of 23 Jordan auto on his most iconic rookie card. You're not an auto guy, so I could see why that's not your thing, but that is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, listen, it sold for just over a million dollars if it's sold. Uh, I think the, the pumping was being done by the person who owns the card. People do that all the time on their own stuff when it's being auctioned. Auction houses do it. You know, cards out there being sold. What's the person who owns it supposed to say? It's worthless. Please don't bid. You know, I mean, Ken's out there talking about right. the Babe Ruth being the most undervalued baseball card. The LeBron is a generational card. The 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 Bird Magic rookie is the one that's, you know, got the most real value. And the, look at this LeBron. The last LeBron RPA exquisite out of 23 that was up for sale was two years ago. And when's the next time you get another one? I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to say, I mean, now, as far as like the bidding and whether it was paid for, just like we don't know what goes on behind closed doors at any of these companies, we don't know what goes on. We're just, you know, we're 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 talking here. Um, I would imagine that, you know, if the seller thought it was worth two million, he's not happy with one, you know, or eight hundred thousand, whatever it came down to, you know. Facts, but I actually thought in this scenario, I thought the seller didn't promote it even enough for the the magnitude of that card. So when I, but um. I think that Bird Magic Irving card is going to be so iconic, man. Th- those guys were the. Those guys are iconic, man. Those guys are the grandfathers of the NBA, and and I, I do think. Do you think what do you think is the most popular sport in America? Right now, I think it's basketball. I do. How about this? I got a little rumor mill for you, because sure. I think I think it, it's actually great. I heard a rumor. I think I might have said this is good. I heard a rumor, and some little value, that Rudy Gobert to the Hawks was a possibility in exchange for Capella. I think John Collins' yeah. name, Herder, was in there. Which, by the way, talk about somebody who would be a good play for Trey. Defense doesn't need to shoot, so Trey, go ahead and take some more shots and maybe get some rebounds. This is the issue with today's NBA. People see he has Defensive Player of the Year, and they don't realize he can't defend. Right. That's the issue. But I wouldn't want him to defend, right? Isn't he an upgrade to just the athletic repeat that we talked about with the Hawks? Like, wouldn't he be – I'm not saying he's great, and I'm definitely not saying that makes him a championship team. But what I'm saying is put him in there in the middle and get rebounds and just let Trey Chuck more. No? Uh, let me go this route. So – I think it's a good thing for a Trey investors. Is what I, is what in I'm the going. 90s, Tyrell Davis – Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. Keep, keep going. Who are these running backs? Give me some, Marshall give me Falk. Marshall Falk. Edron James. Edron James. You want me to just keep naming running backs Please. from the 90s? I mean, dude, there's, there's, uh, there's Bo time. Jackson played in the beginning of the 90s. I mean, his rookie was like 87. Um, I'm trying to think who the hell else was you know, like a big-time running back. Herschel Walker. Um, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know, William Floyd for the 49ers. Ricky Waters. Ricky running Waters. Yeah. Mark, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen was Curtis sort of Martin, towards the end of his career. Jerome Curtis Bettis. Martin, 95. Yeah, Jerome Bettis, the bus. Harold Davis. Natron Means from San Diego. Amazing. Amazing. A lot in of running two, backs. In the 2000s, mm-hmm. we still had LTB, Sean Alexander, uh, Jamal Charles, a few. But what you saw was 90s transition into – so running backs transition into West Coast. Offense yeah. yeah. That's what's happening in the NBA. So when you still try to win the old-fashioned way, you could get the best guy. Gobert is probably the best defensive center in the league. But you're still trying to win the old way when the league has passed you. The teams in today's day and age have stretch centers. Al Horford, stretch big. The Warriors aren't even playing with a big. I know. The Mavs were playing with a big who shoots threes. The Suns have DeAndre Ayton, who they want to ship out. Right. The Mavs got better when they got rid of their seven footer. Bam is a passing center. And Bede is a scoring center who. Shoots fadeaways, and my point is the NBA has changed completely. And to try to build a winning team around this statue who can defend, but not really defend the way that today's defense is, which is you have to guard across on the perimeter and you have to switch, which is what most teams do. It's it's not going to work. And if you couldn't win with Donovan Mitchell, I mean, we could say him and Trey are even. Maybe Trey's a little better if you want to go even go that crazy. It's not going to work. They're not going to win games. It doesn't help. All right, you heard it here, Hawks. Do not pull the trigger. I just figured it would add five points a game to Trey's numbers. It's a couple extra rebounds, a couple extra offensive rebounds. It's sure. another guy who doesn't have to share the shots with. Because Rudy Gobert does not shoot. <laughs> you know, like he's, he's, he doesn't need to score. It's like having Dennis Rodman on your team. I mean uh... – I'll tell you, I listened to a few Kobe interviews, and he talks about how he got when he got to the league, some people didn't even care about winning. They're just there to collect paychecks. So maybe you're right. Like maybe Trey's goal is not to win a championship. It's to, you know, finish, break Steph Curry's three-point shooting record. That might be his goal. We all have different goals, right? Yep. All right. So two more questions for you, and we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. Number one, you hate making predictions, but we have two potential basketball games left. How do you think the final ends? Like, you're talking about predictions. The Warriors are up 3-2. They're going back to Boston for game six. Dude, you already said it. I'm not, I don't go against you, man. You know, we, we've done 710 episodes. You've annoyed me a few times, but I'll never go <laughs> against you. I'll never badmouth you, you know, even if you say bring water bottles and uh, chargers. <laughs> the national well, I'm bringing yes. water bottles and chargers. Yes, sir. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, game six, Clay. You said it a few games ago. I'm not even. I'm not going to back down, and I would love that, man. I would love a, a 30 point, a 40 point, just absolute obliteration by Clay and this team. Uh, I'll go Warriors. All right. Well, we got a prediction out of them, guys. Next, stick with the NBA. We have Gobert. I mean, dude, how much? Like, I hope we really appreciate what this team has built. I really do, man. I really do. Like, so it's so speaking, cool. And speaking of appreciate. Somebody who, you know, with, with my money, I've now appreciated him a little bit more. So we'll talk about him. I know you still hate him. But what do you think happens for LeBron this year next? You think they have to shake up the team? I mean, Westbrook, is he going anywhere? He's got to opt in. What do you make? Like 40-something million. No one could take him, right? So, I mean, 
you know, you're going to have Westbrook, you have Anthony Davis. I mean, can they really do much else with that? Does LeBron leave? You know, does LeBron go somewhere? Like, what, what do you think is the final chapter here for LeBron before he goes and owns a team? He's going to break the record, the scoring record. I think he'll probably play with Bronny. I think Bronny is better than we're giving him credit for. The thing with those two guys is if – so Wiggins, right? Wiggins was the first option in Minnesota. Now he's like the fourth option, but sometimes he plays well and he becomes the second or third. I'm curious if Westbrook can do that because last year Westbrook was the second option, but him and LeBron are kind of the same player, right? Just aggressive, tenacious downhill. Sometimes they could catch fire and shoot, but if AD is the two, LeBron's the one, and then Westbrook's like that three or four, and now the team has to account for that a little bit. Now you now the defense is a little bit more messed up. So I actually don't think that team is that bad. They have to be precise, and I think they have to be disciplined, and they really have to buy into their roles. The issue is they have really egotistical players. Like, say what you want about the Warriors, and we see Dre as, like, this hothead. Every single one of those guys is humble as, as, as get out. They, they always – like, even Draymond to go and sit on the bench with the last five minutes, right? Hot-headed guy. But to do that, like, that team is as much – you could balance out confidence with humility, right? And I'm worried that Anthony Davis and Russ are way too much ego-driven and not enough. I need to know my role so that we can win. All right. That's fair. I mean, I, and I like to take. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch, man. You know, um, playoffs have been really good, you know. and, and I've enjoyed You know, you'd like to see LeBron in there. You know, it's the tail end of his career. You know, we've seen a lot of LeBron. The playoffs seem weird without him. Um, but it's been, it's been an interesting and exciting playoffs. Uh, way more team ball without LeBron, if we could be honest. Way less talent without LeBron. But way more team ball. Like, is, listen, there are players out there that you get to watch who are just generational greats that just make the sport more watchable. I say it about Tiger Woods. You could say it about Rafa, right? You know, if tennis is on and you know Rafa's playing, you're going to watch. You know what I mean? Not so much with other players, per se. Um, and, yeah, there's young guys who you'll watch and hold you up. But, like, that's like drop everything and, you know, and make an appointment, you know, block out some time and watch. I think LeBron is that Jordan was that, you know, um, you don't really have anybody like that in baseball. Every once in a while, you know, somebody's on a tear and it's like, oh, yeah, let's break in and see if Judge can hit another home run. Or, you know, Maguire Sosa was kind of like that for, for right. that season, you know. Um, Baseball's tough because you're only you're only in a spotlight a little bit in basketball. LeBron's in the play all the time. And I mean, remember, like Wiggins dunked on Derek White last game and everyone's going nuts. Right. I think that was like one dunk this entire like like poster, this playoffs. Yeah. When LeBron plays, he brings the rim down like every single game, two, three times a game. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, that's uh, – we've covered a lot of stuff today. Um, one last little shout to the people who send me messages and tell me about, you know, what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right or, you know, what they appreciate, what they like. Um, you know, the Nick Herreras to the LAFC Gooners out there. Uh, the what Dirk do they Nancy's, tell you? you Why do they not message me? I thank you. I thank everyone. No, no, no. That's always positive stuff. I thank okay. you guys because I, I get to, you know, look, 700 episodes, you'd figure, you know, we know what we're doing. We don't, you know, we're, we're talking about sports that are happening here. You know, we're, you know, we're trying to give you plays. We're trying to talk about the hobby, you know, the things that happen, the, you know, the sales that occur, the, the, you name it. 
Um, and I'm sure we're not perfect. I'm sure we can always get better, and we try to get better every single day. And we love each and every one of you guys that takes the time to message us and you know chat with us about cards, what to buy, what are we buying, what are we selling, you know, what are, what's going on, what do we think, what do we think about this, you know, what do I think about that card? Keep them coming, because I think that if we do have some sort of um, turmoil, some sort of rocky terrain, rougher waters. It's that kind of community that's out there. It's the people talking to each other and, you know, hey, look what I bought or, hey, flexing this card or, hey, like, look at the collection I'm starting to build. You know, somebody out there might start a PSA 7 uh, Marvel 1990 set tonight and they'll get a hell of a head start. (laughs) A hell of a head start. They're going to be getting deals in a down market where they they heard it here first and we've talked about this, we've tracked this. They're going to limit supply. But no, like one of the quotes that I've always worried or thought about was those who can't do teach, right? You've heard those that who before? can't teach, teach gym. <laughs> like when you said, like, people think we know what they're doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But what I'm really good at is test, get a result, share, or do it again. Yep. So I don't have some some magic Nostradamus ball like I'm Nancy Pelosi and drop my soul. Oh no! It's okay, I saved it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saved it. Let's go. I don't. I'm not like Nancy Pelosi. Where I know what's happening with the lottery balls that tomorrow or which stocks going. On. I don't have that. I'm not plugged in. But what I do know is the things that I love the scientific method. So we're always in it. That's why I'm surprised that some of these other shows that are unwilling to put themselves out there. Anyway, I'm, I don't know. I know what you're saying, dude, but I don't want to listen. It's less about those guys, more about yeah. us. You know, like, you know, we can only control what we control. We only put out what we put out. Um, I'm looking forward to national because, guys, we have like, you know, basically what amounts to like six weeks. I want to partner up with people. I mean, if you're thinking about doing something for national, reach out to us. Let's let's do some st- some fun stuff. Like I want to be positive. I want to go out there and you know throw a cool event. We will be doing I'm cigars. A, Bit- a Bitcoin uh, seminar, <laughs> cryptocurrency one hundred and one. If you guys want, Michael Saylor will be there. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. I'm looking forward to it. I- I'm looking forward to meeting people. I'm getting a lot of messages from people. This is my first time in the national. Atlantic City is close enough where I'm going to be able to make it which is great because maybe they couldn't make it to Chicago or Las Vegas. Um, you know, people oh, people heard the Ray thing. I got a bunch of messages. Cigars, let's do it. Let's go. You know, I mean, let's, let's go. So, yeah, guys, listen, anybody listening to this and made it through to the end of our, you know, our kind of disjointed stuff, thank you. And, you know, we're here, and we will be here tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Come check us out on Whatnot. Andrew's got a Whatnot show, 5 o'clock Eastern Let me ask you one last nice thing. And this down market, right? So let's go yeah. back. ETH was forty five hundred at one point. Yeah, that's man, when we released hot. our we released our Tiger NFTs. ETH was like thirty three hundred mm-hmm. at its high, forty five hundred. So now, think about that. NFT our NFT is priced at 0. 0.06, right? Yep. That price hasn't changed, right? It's been priced at 0. 0.06 ETH. So now people who didn't buy at you know when ETH was forty five hundred. Right now, they're able to still buy that same NFT for how much? Like 70 bucks. Did the investment into the NFT change? The offering is still the same. It's just the conversion rate in between these things. Yeah, but think about it now. You get one for 70 bucks. Think what you get with it. SGC grading that's worth more than 70 bucks. Anyway, that's why people are buying it too. People understand. That's not our only value add. 
SGC grading, a rewards program, a cigar night at national. This Cigars. is less than, this one year, less than one year in. My point is don't get, you know, lost in the sauce. Like this Bitcoin and ETH, the price is not the technology. The technology is still the technology is still incredibly well built. And the price is just this volatile gauge on current market sentiment. Does that make sense? Did I do an okay job of explaining that? Because we try yes. to compare ETH to sports cards. And it's like, dude, ETH is not just a speculative price that you buy in hoping to sell it tomorrow for more. It's actually people, a listen, technology similar to the internet. It's what people do, right? There are people out there who, when we call sports cards assets and we compare them to other assets, they also give us a hard time and say, sports you can't call sports cards assets. Though. You can't sports call them assets. They're not real estate. They're not paintings they're not art they're not the same okay but yes they are and 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 you know and nfts i get it uh, trust me i understand exactly what you're saying i really do what i will say about the crypto space is each time it goes up it comes back down but when it comes back down it never falls below the last peak so if you think about it right bitcoin will run from a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand bucks then come back down to a couple hundred bucks. Then it'll run again, but it will never come back below the previous. Like the valleys are there, but but it keeps making new highs, high, higher lows each time around. Same thing with Ethereum, right? So it's it, it's an interesting phenomenon. Eighteen nineteen thousand was was the previous high in 2017, 2018 during like the last correct craze. Remember that? Correct. Was it was like eighteen Ripple grand. Was like Three dollars at that point. Remember that? Now it's like eighty cents. Yeah, it's like 18, the 18,000 ish. And if you want to say 19, great. But notice it's 2021 now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Jeremy Padauer, guys. If you need it, take a look at his 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 uh his Twitter, his Instagram. Real good uh job of taking that long-term wide lens view. Talks about how there have been 26 bear markets where the price has dropped 20% or more. And in every single time. And we're now in the 27th. And every single one of those times, once it's recovered, it's gone higher. Every single time. It just takes a different amount of time to rebound and go back up. It's the same thing, right? So it's interesting to think about it that way. That, that doesn't mean it's a guarantee that number 27 is going to go back up higher. It doesn't, there's no guarantees. Just over time, this is just what happens. Take it easy. My three takeaways, just to recap, SGC grading. A lot of you guys have utilized that. Feel free to send me cards. They've turned those around extremely quickly. And then if you'd like, we could consign those on whatnot for you. So that's one. Well, back to the old, you know, back to the well. Buy raw, rip or buy raw, grade, flip, get your money back and do that stow ball. Number one. It's my belief, and I've talked about this quite for quite some time, that that 1990 Marvel set is going to be iconic and there is preference to keep PSA 10 pops low. And third, I've stopped listening to podcasts. I'm very cautious who do I listen to, not even just sports cards in general. I've tuned into music a lot more. Hey now, what are you listening to? Uh, Deep House, like a Tropical House. Tropical House? Yeah, tropical house. Uh, how's, how's that go? Give me like a little. Give me like a little sampling. How's I don't want you to get copywritten. 
Yeah, I would say it's like. Just search tropical house. They have like three and a half hour mixes. It's not that deep. It's not that heavy. Like it, it's called deep house, but it's deep tropical. So it's a little bit more chill uh, with vibey and with rhythm. Why I do that is there's so much bullshit out there right now. And anyone can get in front of a camera and talk. The issue is you don't know if those people have your best interest in mind. They might want to rile you up even more so that you sell your investment. So you sell your car. So you sell your house. So you sell your crypto. They want to get people panicking. And not us. Not our community. Not me. Not I, said the cat. Peace. All right, man. I like it. Listen, I'm going to go find some tropical house to listen to. Bring a charger. Bring some water. Bring good vibes. Well, well, bring a sandwich. Bring a sandwich. <laughs> you forgot about that. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.